0: It's game day. Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers have their first preseason game today at 9:30 Central, 10:30 Eastern tonight versus the Sacramento Kings October 3rd. Welcome back to the Westbrook Podcast. I'm your host JD Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, JD Jackson at Always and Forever Art and on YouTube at J Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. I'm excited for tonight. Let's get to the podcast. Let's get it. Hey, it's Liddy. The Lakers play basketball today. First game of the preseason. Looks like the big three is healthy and is able to play. Anthony Davis has a little bit of back soreness, but he says he's probable. Look, I'm not going to worry about that right now. He's probable to play, so I'm not going to freak out about it. But guys, the Los Angeles Lakers 360 and company get to go again to see if they can't make this thing work and right this ship. I'm excited for Darvin Ham, a new captain for the Los Angeles Lakers with a vision, and that's what I want to look for. Guys, I just want to talk to you about what to expect, what to look for during the preseason. Guys, we're look, I am hoping that the big three play at least a half, right? Like it's un it'll be un realistic for us to think they're going to play more than two quarters um that's what i'm hoping for at yeah, lebron's um you know age um i don't think he's going to play more than that in the first game of the preseason we'll see i'm hoping that they get those first two quarters to be able to make sure this thing meshes because they only got to play uh about 20 games last season with both of them healthy um and i think one of them ad got injured had to miss the second half or something like that so it, it they didn't get a lot of games in so i'm hoping they take this serious guys They didn't even make the play-in last year. I want them to take every single preseason game seriously, really try to build something, and that's what I'm looking for. We should just be looking for them to start with something concrete, to start with a vision, which it sounds like Darvin Ham has for them. He knows, everyone knows exactly where they should stand, where they should be, what their principles are on defense. He has a plan, and that's what I want to see come to fruition for us to see tonight so we can see what the plan is so we can project where they can get to. That is what we're looking for. I want to see that on the floor so I can project forward 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 games. Because if you build something concrete in the preseason, you can build on that game by game in the preseason and game by game in the in the regular season. And so that's what you're looking for. Um I kind of want them to win some of the games, but you know, obviously, as it gets later, the uh, the, the the more bench players are going to play, um, and eventually, uh, the big three they they you know they just won't play in the fourth quarter. I doubt that they will. Um, we'll see if they do, I'd be excited, um, but I'm expecting Finn to play about a half, uh, no more than a half of basketball. Um, just kind of just kind of get some reps in, and, and they definitely need it. Uh, LeBron James was committed to playing more uh, uh, preseason games. I was excited to hear that. Well, so Westbrook's healthy, AD's probable. So it sounds like uh, we're going to get to see uh, 360 with this new, younger, longer, faster, stronger uh, supporting cast. And I'm excited to see it. Now, we'll see who starts. Um, And I I think that Schroeder still has some visa issues. um, And uh, I think Lonnie Walker's got an ankle. uh, He's out. But I'm thinking we're going to get the Damian Jones, uh, Kendrick Nunn starting with the big three. I'm excited to see how that works. Um, To see how that is. Uh, Damian Jones stretch five. Uh, maybe they're looking uh, for him to be able to create a little bit of spacing. So that the big three have driving lanes. Especially in, in Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. Um, I want to see them play through A.D. Uh, Harvin Sam. Darvin Ham. I said wrong name. Darvin Ham. You know he said that that's what he wants to do. That the offense should run through A.D. Um, that should have been the case last year, you know, AD got injured, things like that, uh, that kind of derailed that, but I'm, I'm happy to hear about that as well, because it should be, um, no, that doesn't mean they're going to take the ball out of the hands of LeBron James, uh, or anything like that, uh, just the offense should work through him. And I actually honestly think that the offense should work a little bit more uh, through the post, uh, if you ask me, because LeBron James and Russell Westbrook both are in a top one percentile and shot creation. And and they're both really, really good at passing out uh, of the post. And so I think that needs to be more of a staple uh, in the offense. Russell Westbrook, in my estimation, did not get a ton of post ups last season. Um but that happens when you kind of got players that like to play in the same spot. Uh, Carmelo Anthony likes to post, and, and AD, and LeBron, Russ. Um, but I'm hoping that they, they work out of that post a little bit more uh, when they're in the half-court set. But offensively, I want them to push the ball um, if they create turnovers and wreak havoc defensively. And so, um, now, mind you, Darwin Ham's new system, he says to AD and Damian Jones... And uh, Jay Huff, if, I think, I don't know, we'll see if he plays. And LeBron James, they are behind you. So he wants these guards, these wing defenders to really get up in uh, and pressure defensively because he wants to wreak havoc and create turnovers so that they can run and push the ball um, or or force them to take bad shots, get the rebound and push. From what it sounds like, Darwin Ham's like, if you get it, it go. You get it and go. Um, And they're going to be running. And I think that's good uh, because largely last season, I'll talk about Russell Westbrook. He had tons of turnovers at the beginning of the season, and you guys have heard me on this podcast say before. I think that that was largely because uh, they weren't getting back on offense. Um, Russell Westbrook was a lot of times one on three, one on four on a fast break um, because his teammates just didn't get down the floor fast enough. Um, and so I always said two things: one of two things have to happen. Either Russell Westbrook has to slow down, or everyone else has to speed up. Um, and so. Ham with the grab it and go, get it and go, I think that's very good. It's going to promote not only a more entertaining game, but I think it'll keep the Los Angeles Lakers out of the half court so much uh, like they were last season simply because there's DeAndre Jordan to forever get down the floor or AD. He he was a lot of times the trailer as well. Um, And so you won't have that problem theoretically based off of how Darvin Ham wants that to work from defense to offense. And I think that that's a great idea. I want to see it happen. Those are the kind of things you're looking for. Are they getting it and going? Are the guards putting pressure up front? Are they really digging in and getting after it to to create mistakes uh, by the offensive ball handler? Um Is A D or LeBron or Damian Jones are they in position to support because inevitably when you play defense that way you're going to get beat at some point um because you're just digging in will they be in the correct spot will they be in the correct space are we filtering to the right spot uh, so they can help and get the block there's a clip out there now uh, with russell westbrook fighting over screen he's putting on pressure uh he slips but the point is is that he put on the pressure and damon jones i think it was jones he was there he might have, i think it was um you know, he blocks the shot and, and then they just get and then the offense just starts. They Russ grabs it, he pushes it, gives it to LeBron. Um now LeBron misses the layup, but the point is is that the offense went really, really quick. Um they moved defense to offense, and that's what you're looking for in this actual preseason game. Um, you're not looking for wins and losses, although I want them to win. Like I said, the big three, they're not gonna play that long. Um uh you're not You know, don't freak out too much if someone doesn't shoot particularly great. Um, I mean, Steph Curry shot terribly um, in his first preseason game, and we know he's the greatest shooter of all time. Um, These people got to get used to, um, you know, taking these shots back in rhythm in game situations. And so, don't forget about that. You're just looking for those concrete things, those things that you can build on as the preseason and the regular season progresses. Um, that's what we're looking for Is that defense pushing up Are the bigs in position Are they fighting over the screens? Because Darvin Ham wants way less switching Stay on your freaking man That's what he's teaching Are you fighting over that screen To stay on your guy Are you in position to support Are you digging in up Are you up in that guard's face Dribbling the basketball That's what we're looking for Offensively Are we grabbing and going Are we getting that rebound or Are we pushing are we moving are we interchangeable things like that this this offense that's a, a positionless offense everyone just pass and move and pass and move are they doing that if we have plays where they're doing all of these things and it looks nice you can build on that as the season progresses and you learn each other's tendencies that's what we're looking for I'm excited I can't wait um. I'm, with the clips I've seen, Russell Westbrook setting tons and tons of screens, um, and I thought that that was great. And he did some screening last year too. Don't get me wrong, but I mean he was just setting screens, and it just looked so good. Uh, he was coming off of screens, finishing um, well, things like that is what I'm looking for, and um, I'm excited. I'm I'm super excited to see this new regime um, under Darvin Ham uh, and staff. I'm super excited to see 360 get some reps in um, with everyone healthy. I can't wait for the season to start. I can't wait. Um, like I I'll let you guys see my excitement uh, about the re- about the preseason, but I, I I will take just a few minutes here to talk about the 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 article um, on the Athletic from uh, Shams Charnia, uh Sam Emmick and Jovan Buha. Um, we'll 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 get into that a little bit right here. All right, guys, so The Athletic, um, you know, they dropped an article and they decided that they (laughs) wanted to tweet this article out with uh, the headline being. Basically, that the Los Angeles Lakers were this close to trading Russell Westbrook right before training camp started, blah, blah, blah. Now, there were some good things in the article about um, LeBron James is, you know, backing him up uh, privately and publicly saying that he's willing to make this work. Things like that. there were some gut positive things in the article. But the headline that the Athletic decided to tweet out was how they just were just just damn near getting rid of him. Um, and the article walked through the process. I thought it was... Uh, my opinion that that article with that headline was purposely dropped um on the on the day that the Los Angeles Lakers are supposed to open their preseason uh tonight uh on NBA TV that's just my opinion um i don't really care it doesn't freaking matter to me it's basically the same article written in different words over and over and over again um nonetheless uh you know i think it was on purpose and so for those of you who don't know um, Russell Westbrook has been hated uh, by a large amount of media personnel uh, for a while. And I don't know if it's per- it seems personal to me, um, but some of the stuff they write or the way that he is covered uh, and portrayed uh, from what I understand, um, which is far away from what his actual uh, personality is. He's a fun, loving guy. Um, that's his personality in person. For From people who are around him who care about him, who love him, and he who he loves and cares about um and so when stuff like that goes beyond basketball um talking about you know him as a person and how he's combative or uncoachable, and I tweeted out last week, if you don't follow me j d Jackson at always and forever art um you know i I looked into it and uh I found a you know an article by one of the assistant coaches. you can go find it on my Twitter page um where he basically said like he was very coachable, you know, he came in, he's willing to do whatever we asked him to do and he just want the truth told to him and things like that. Um <clears throat> which is opposite of what had been written about Russell Westbrook for a large portion of the season and the off season. And I decided that I wanted to push that out there because I I really try to make this podcast a truth teller. I'm not going to say anything and put words in anyone's mouth. I'm not going to put words in Westbrook's mouth. I'm not going to put words in anyone who's close to him's mouth. None of that. i will never reveal any of that stuff. I'll never put anything in anyone's mouth. Um, But that was easy for me to find. And I just wanted to be a truth teller. Uh, And so I made sure that everyone knew. And uh, you can definitely go check it out from an assistant coach that was there during the season. Knows everything that went on. He says he was coachable. He was willing to do whatever he wanted to do. He doesn't want to be lied to. Is basically what he said. He just wants to be told the truth. And so I don't have a problem with that. That sounds like Russell Westbrook to me. Um, so point is, is these articles. Um, you know, you can you know you can read them if you enjoy reading them. Um, it's very long. Uh, like I said, there's some good parts in there, um, but sometimes you just kind of gotta you gotta pay attention to what's written and um, how they decided to tweet it out, things like that. And some of that stuff is wrong because there was really good bits in the article, but that's not, they didn't want to uh, release that article with the good bits in the headline. They wanted to talk about how Russ was almost traded on the day that they're supposed to open uh, for the preseason. And I like tweeted, one of the things I tweeted out was, you know, don't let this divide the locker room. Don't let the skin in your head. Go out there, Lakers play basketball. Um, and that's, that's the best thing that they can do in my opinion, um, I'm not really, look, I don't care about the article. To me, it was unnecessary. It is what it is. Um, look, back to I'm excited for the season, but I just thought I, you know, thought I would say something about that because I've had tons of, to say about it on on Twitter. So I thought I'd, you know, use four or five minutes here on the podcast to let you guys know how I feel about it. The guys, the <laughs> preseason is starting tonight for the Los Angeles Lakers. I am Liddy. I cannot wait to see how they look. But guys, right here is where I break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Westbrook Podcast. I really, really appreciate you. Hey, I love to lie, tweet the game, so make sure you follow me, JD Jackson at Always in Forever Art. And then, if you are into YouTube videos, every now and then I'll make a YouTube video breaking down like an offense or defense, something like that. Follow me on YouTube at. Gear, rock, soccer, and basketball sessions, guys. I appreciate you. Make sure you, please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Castbox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. I'll live with you guys tonight, 9:30 Central, 10:30 Eastern, on NBA TV. And as always, until next time.